Welcome to the Singapore Management University podcast series where we feature the latest insights and perspectives from our faculty. Death is a part of life. However, people often feel awkward and ill at ease when faced with the opportunity for communication at the end of life. While talking about death and dying may not be comfortable for some, research has shown that having these conversations within families and communities and with our healthcare provider can help prepare us emotionally for our deaths and that of others and better ensure that we will receive the care and treatment that we prefer at the end of life. Yeo Su Lin is an assistant professor of corporate communication at SMU's Lee Kong Chien School of Business. Her research focuses on corporate reputation, crisis management and health communication. In this podcast, she discusses a recent nationwide survey which was conducted to better understand end-of-life communication and sentiments towards palliative care in Singapore. Professor, you have recently concluded a nationwide study that examined people's attitudes towards palliative care and end-of-life communication. What motivated you to zoom in on this area? Health communication is my secondary research interest and I serve as a member of the Singapore Hospice Council Steering Committee for Stakeholder Communication and Engagement. I find this topic, not only does it align with my research interests, but it's also a fairly taboo topic. Uh, and uh, that makes it to be an under-researched and fairly neglected area, uh, not only just in Singapore, but in many parts of the world. So I think it's a very good area for me to go into, especially to close um, gaps in literature. Uh, but on a personal level, it is also a very important topic. It's an important topic because I think I can associate with it and also many people can associate with it, particularly when it concerns uh, end of life and when it concerns what everyone at the end of the day have to go through, which is end of life and death. The research was aimed to better understand end of life communication and sentiments towards palliative care in Singapore. Uh, in other words, we wanted to find out how Singaporeans react and respond to this particular topic. More importantly, we wanted to find out their attitudes, whether they're talking about end of life, what do they think about palliative care, and we wanted to also discuss um, to what extent you know, uh, is media playing a role, how is media actually influencing end of life communication. You know, for anyone to you know, even be able to understand or to appreciate palliative care uh, for end of life, I think it is important that we have to ensure that communication is healthy, whether it's communication on a national level or communication between groups, uh, between doctors and patients, and uh, between uh, different communities. So that was uh, very important. I work with three other co-authors. One of them is another academic from the Wikimedia School of Comms and Information. I also work with two other palliative care doctors who are practitioners and uh, they are from the Singapore Cancer Centre in Tan Tok Seng. They are consultants themselves. So I'm very happy with this group of uh, researchers and co-authors who come with both academic research as well as practice um, experience and insights into examining this survey. What were the research objectives? Well, this is a nationwide uh, survey, so we are very interested in finding out how Singaporeans react and how they respond to end-of-life communication and what were essentially their attitudes towards communicating about end-of-life. We surveyed populations across Singapore, different ethnic groups, 
uh, different age groups starting from 21 all the way till 70, 80 years old. Altogether, there were 1,226 uh, participants. Uh, the objective really is to just understand, you know, um, what, it, what was it like? I think five years ago, there was a survey that was also conducted and we wanted to make sure uh, and to also find out uh, if the needle has moved. And after all, at the end of the day, I mean, we're looking at about five years down the road. So obviously, we are hoping uh, that Singaporeans will be more aware or perhaps they would have more positive attitudes towards end-of-life planning and uh, how are they actually discussing and talking about end-of-life planning. So that's really the objective. How did you go about the research? First of all, I needed money, like uh, all academics and all researchers, uh, without a grant, I probably wouldn't have been able to carry out any survey. Uh, so I was very thankful that I've got an internal grant uh, from SMU. And with that, I was uh, then able to start planning and designing the survey itself, looking at you know, uh, what exactly we want uh, to be looking at, uh, who I want on my team, uh, as well as how the whole design of the research should be carried out. What were your findings regarding the general attitudes in Singapore towards palliative care? We found that, first of all, 53% uh, of Singaporeans are aware and comfortable discussing about palliative care and end-of-life matters. So in other words, uh, they are comfortable uh, talking about their own death. However, we didn't find that they were equally comfortable talking about other people's death. So in other words, while I am comfortable talking about myself, if somebody else is suffering from a disease that perhaps it's um, terminal, I am not so comfortable talking about it. I'm not so comfortable bringing it up because I tend to be more sensitive. And I think given uh, our culture and um, the way we were brought up, many of us, uh, want to be careful. We, we want to think about, you know, uh, the other person as well. So that's what we have found. We also found that 82% of Singaporeans actually want palliative care to be made more accessible in Singapore. And thankfully, we also found that only 7%, they don't object to palliative care. So in other words, I think the efforts that has been carried out, I think, in terms of raising the awareness of palliative care and end-of-life communications by the various agencies in Singapore, by the ministries, by Singapore Hospice Council, have been fairly successful. I would say that they have been doing a good job. Of course, we hope that more would be uh, more aware, uh, more would come to realise what palliative care is all about, because I think we don't have everyone understanding the real meaning of what palliative care is. Oftentimes, uh, there are still segments in society that oftentimes associate palliative care uh, with negative uh, kind of uh, medical treatment. They associate it with uh, senior citizen home, they associate it with nursing home. So there has been a lot of uh, different conception of what palliative care is all about, but actually palliative care is a very, very important and uh, instrumental medical service that many Singaporeans should uh, be aware of, either for themselves in the long run or at least for their ageing parents, grandparents uh, and ageing siblings. How about the impact of the media on end-of-life attitudes and communication? Did you and your co-investigators discover any interesting findings? When it comes to the media, uh, we all know that media plays a very influential role in how we conduct our communication every day and how medium today is so different. 
because digital media is really the medium of the day today, yeah. And uh, when we talk about digital media, we talk about how quick and how fast people can get information. At the same time, how they can also post and share information. Now, given that space itself, uh, there are issues, there are pros and there are cons about this particular medium. Uh, and uh, we found that at least for end-of-life communication, the young people, particularly between the ages of 21 and 50, um, I think I would say that maybe the younger population uh, to the mid-age uh, group, they are a lot more comfortable talking about end-of-life communication. Uh, and that's not surprising because they are also uh, more comfortable with digital media, they're more comfortable with social media. Now, for this particular aspect, I think digital media and social media comes in very helpful and it's actually very good because then uh, when you share information with a virtual group of communities, everybody get to know about it and given the speed and how you can actually post information and spread information, um, many people will get to know about it as well. And uh, the other thing about it is that because end-of-life communication, somewhat it is a little bit taboo, but Given this online environment, it somewhat takes away that uh, scariness of talking about this. And uh, also because it is online and digital, so you get a lot of information as well. And for those who are very curious, they will then subsequently uh, move on to seek more information about it. And in the process, they are probably more aware. Uh, we found that the older folks are more influenced by uh, family members. They are more influenced by uh, people around them. And again, uh, this is to be expected. Yeah. How do you wish for this study to make an impact in society? Now, I hope that this findings will definitely encourage Singaporeans to live life more meaningfully. I hope that uh, you know we will start treasuring people around us to focus more on issues that really matter in life and to live our lives with the end in mind. I think many of us live as if there will always be tomorrow. And uh, when it comes to making key decisions for ourselves or for our loved ones, we tend to postpone decision-making and there will be occasions where it's a bit too late. And sometimes when we come to the end of life, um, there will be regrets, unfortunately, uh, if let's say that what you have always wanted to do and what whom you have always wanted to care for has been uh, postponed. Uh, so um, the other important part of it is that, you know, these important issues, if we don't discuss, um, people around us are not aware. Um, sometimes people don't live with peace of mind. Sometimes by not articulating our thoughts clearly enough, uh, even our children and people around us can't make the decisions uh, for us the way we would have wanted it. So at the end of the day, it's really for Singaporeans and I hope that this research can impact all of us in a very positive way. What other research are you currently working on or planning to do? I have two research interests. My primary research interest uh, looks at strategic communications and that's related to corporate reputations and crises communication. And for that area of research, I am currently investigating and exploring factors that affect CSR crises because sustainability is so big today. Everybody's shouting about sustainability. But the truth of the matter is, have we ever thought about, you know, what if communicating sustainability on a wrong way, for example, or if it doesn't impact the way we want things to be impacted on certain consumer groups, then are you ready to manage the issues that come along with it? Yeah, um, so that's my primary research. My secondary research, of course, is health communications, and I plan to continue looking at palliative care and end of life. I think one area that my co-authors and myself, we weren't able to look at was really um, the caregiver's perspective. What 
this research did not capture, uh, one of the limitations was really to understand it from caregiver's perspective. Now, our research also showed that 77% of Singaporeans uh, wish to die at home and only about 23% did not say they want to die at home. But can they really have their wishes fulfilled? At the end of the day, when we're talking about end of life and we're talking about palliative care, we're not talking about the patients themselves being able to make decisions. We're talking about uh, your next of kin, we're talking about family members, we're talking about your loved ones who have to make the decisions uh, for the patients themselves. And I think there is this very important consideration as to whether or not family members and the loved ones are able to fulfill the wishes of those patients or their loved ones uh, in, in enabling them to be able to spend their you know, final days at home. Uh, and uh, I'm quite curious to find out whether or not uh, those are aligned. Thank you, Professor. Thank you.